Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Välkomna till podcasten Teach Me Sweden. Det här är en uh, humorhistoriepodcast där två komiker försöker lära varandra svensk historia. Det ena på grund av dess ursprung Amerika och den andra för att han inte var uppmärksam i skolan. Jag heter Erik Broström. And I'm Jonathan Rawls and in this episode I'll be teaching Eric about a shipwreck that is not Vasa. Ja, då vet jag det är säkert historia. <laughs> Stay tuned to learn more about Losing a lot of fucking money as a king. Oh, in this one. Jag är här och du är här. I'm here. I'm going to teach you something. What? Historia. Sweden. Ah. I'm teaching you Sweden. <laughs> Igen? <laughs> What's up? Det är bra. Uh, it's our second one of the, of the year. Mm? Uh, and it's going to be a fun one, I think. I learned a lot on this. I'm glad. Väldigt uppspelt. Det här ska bli spännande. Should I go right into it? Oh, sure. Dive, dive. First off, I want to thank Lena. This suggestion. Shout out. Shout out to Lena. Mm. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Is it with an I or an E? Um, they are all the same in Swedish. <laughs> yeah, but it's Lena or Lina. No, I'm, saying, no, I'm just saying that I, E, and Y are all the same fucking letter in your language. Okay, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> when, they, when they're like, is it E or E or E? <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? You just said the same thing three times. <laughs> is it E? <laughs> But you can say e. That's we fucking say amazing. We say i e yeah. y. Yeah. It's like it's so much friendlier to the human ear. Men vi är en av de få länderna som har y. Men du sa det precis. Du har jätte. Nej. Nej. Okej då. Ja, du hade det. Du hade det. Men du tappar det. Där. My lips like this. Yeah. 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 That's one of the toughest things in Swedish. That and well, the toughest is and at. Don't get me started. Mm-hmm, mm. Those of you interested, I wrote a blog about the Swedish language. About N och ett. Everything. Yeah. Why it's so hard. Yeah. And what I learned and what I still don't know. Mm-hmm. It's on my old blog. Uh, Expat John takes on the world. Dot, dot, dot. Well, Sweden. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was my blog before I started uh, comedy and podcasting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, one of the first attractions that I learned about when I came to Sweden mm-hmm. is the Vasa. Museum. Oh, is this Vasa Museet? Ooh. Uh, there, you can go and see, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> an actual beautiful warship that sunk on its maiden voyage, mm. but was kept intact, intact by the unique mixture of the salt and fresh water that it sunk in. You know, yeah, the bricked vatten, you know, yeah. We get to walk around in it, experience this ship from 1628 as if we are there. Mm. 
It's fun now. But back then, the Vasa train wreck was a source of embarrassment for Sweden. Yeah. It was on the minds of the Swedish Navy when they built future warships. Sweden was still an empire and needed the Vasa debacle to be a blip in an otherwise powerful military landscape. (laughs) Uh, They reflected on the tragedy, and they even had an official inquiry on the Vasa. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately, not surprisingly, no one was held individually responsible. No. We did it together, Sonny. Yes. Sweden worked hard from 1628 on to get back to being viewed as a strong empire. By 1660, mm-hmm. Sweden was peaking as a European military power. Nice. They had a strong navy, yeah. an ambitious king, and Carl X, Gustav. Just a couple of years before, they had gone into Denmark and tried to take over for once and for all. <laughs> that seemed like they kept trying to do that. But many other countries thought, nah, that's a little bit too much. Sweden can't control the entire Baltic Sea. Yeah. England and the Netherlands back to Denmark so that Carl X Gustav wouldn't take over completely. Mm-hmm. But Sweden got Blekinge. Yeah. Hallunda. Is it Hallunda? Yeah, yeah. Hallunda. Hallunda. Yeah. And Skåne through a treaty. So that was a plus. Who the fuck wants Hallunda? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Somebody <laughs> from Hallunda listens. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to go. I wanted me to attack Hallunda. It was just that cool. They're like, no, no, no. Take it, take it. No, no, no. No, no, no. You know, Hallunda is different. We don't want to do that. But this must be the imperial that Carl XII fucked up with Kalabaliken in Bender. Yeah, probably. Because it's not Carl XII. It's getting there. It's getting there. Um, but Sweden also had land in the Baltics. Okay. And, and all of Finland mm-hmm. and Pomerania, mm-hmm. which is where they make those dogs. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought about it, but I didn't do it. <laughs> so, so, so they were the big dogs in the Baltics for Yeah, awesome. The 1650s brought about a different type of warfare on the sea. Okay. Whereas the earlier days saw, saw ships squaring off against one another or small fleet versus small fleet. It was kind of like... Mano imano on the water, yeah, and they wanted to surround, overtake a ship, overwhelm the enemy, and then that's how you win. Um, now fleets started forming lines and trying to outgun and sink enemy ships until they surrender. Okay, mm-hmm. so they started making a line instead yeah. of one on one, like oh, we took them down. Oh, blah, blah, like I just took some jävla long time to fatta. And then to form a line and then like hold the line and like move forward. Det kan vara knepigt. Men betyder det att de måste börja bygga kanoner rakt fram istället för på sidan då? Svara på frågan, Jonathan. No, <laughs> no. The way I envision it is yeah. you make the line and then the cannons are on the side. Oh, so they, so they, they go up and then like, they... Yeah. They don't line like horses. But okay. Because like... I thought they were charging at the same time. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, from what I saw in pictures, they kept the cannons on the side. Okay. Uh, but this meant that it was important to build bigger and badder ships instead of like faster and like uh, more versatile. They just wanted to go for the firepower. That was the thing then because they're fighting on the water. Mm-hmm. The beginning of the 1660s marked a time when Sweden's naval fleet needed an upgrade. Even the flagship had become old. Mm-hmm. They had had that flagship, the big one that's like the one, the imposing ship. Yeah. 
was uh, 1632 was when that oh. one was built. Wait, so now, yeah, um, so now it's, this is back then too, when uh, they aged like milk. In 1664, Carl King Carl the 11th. Yes, TikTok, TikTok, getting there. <laughs> authorized the Swedish Navy to build a super warship that would be the naval, the new naval flagship. Okay. Det låter som en någonting en kung skulle säga. Yeah. <laughs> nu är jag ett superskepp. <laughs> ett superkrigsskepp vill jag ha. Could you take uh, the ship uh, Clark Kent? <laughs> <laughs> We have Clark Kent here. Take the glasses off. Let's <laughs> see what happens to that ship. <laughs> But this thing was going to be big and bad. Mm-hmm. And it'll be able to lead the Navy in this new style of fighting when they're doing the line. Klart, det är super. Thanks to mm. its incredible firepower. Yeah. On the planet of Krypton. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they did what you do in those days. They find an Englishman. Mm-hmm. Francis Sheldon. Mm-hmm. He was known for planning great warships at the time. Okay. Uh, and he was chosen to design and plan the construction of this royal beast to be called Kronan. Kronan, okay, yeah. And that was the name of the old warship too. So this was the new and improved Kronan. Kronan the Adventurer. Ingen jävla fantasy. Vad ska den heta? It's named after Arnold Schwarzenegger's first big movie. No, 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 no that's Conan. <laughs> oh, my bad. It's so close. Okay, well, it's named after the red-headed comedian that has a lady. No, 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 same thing. <laughs> Också Conan tyvärr. Oh, okay, my bad. It's named after the Robert De Niro movie about chasing people in the cars. No, it's Ronan. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> I can't think of any more to run. No, it, right. it's it's based on that that cow that eats the I- Indian bread. No, that's Koo Nan. <laughs> What a stretch. <laughs> yeah. So Sheldon, Francis Sheldon, designed what would be at the time one of the largest three ships in the world. Okay. It was going to have 126 guns on it. Because mm-hmm. yeah, why not? Is it much? Yeah. Yeah. I know that, but I don't know how many of them are old. But I know that 126. It looks like a lot. It's a lot of guns. And there are going to be three gun decks with 34. You got to do it in an American truck commercial. Yeah. Three gun decks <laughs> with 34 36 guns on battery decks and 18 on the upper decks as well as then the bow and quarterback. And an eight now on the stake. They're going to have cannonballs as heavy as 15 kilograms and cannons as heavy as four tons with a hemi. <laughs> That's a that's the commercial back then. You yeah. gotta get you a, you on a ship. You want a warship. But anybody on some less or less than it's a rolled paper. <laughs> and then the gun deck is gonna stretch my five fucking feet. I'm gonna five power and destroy the motherfucking brain boom. Rum rum. They're like uh, they're like we need some some make the sounds of an angry ship. Stop it, man. Skvättevatten. It's a 4D-experience. Folk bara går förbi. Precis som nu, man ignorerar all reklam. Man står och skriker för sig själva. That's, that's commercials back then. So, hear ye, hear ye. Interrupt the play. Do you have an itch? We will now have a commercial break in the middle of the play. Have the trouble with itching backs... Try the stick. 
Thine back itcheth for, right. a, for a vague amount of coins. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so these are the numbers from um, the plan mm-hmm. that he drew up mm-hmm. that I said the 15 kilograms, uh, the four ton cannons and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and it could be overblown. It could be exaggerated. Okay, it could be. Okay, could be because uh, maybe it was to scare off countries or whatever. But this is what the plan was. Mm, de bygger en myt kring skeppet. Maybe. Okay. Because uh, this is the 1600s, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the ship was going to have muskets, pistols, swords, and axes. This was like a fucking warship. Yeah. Right? Uh, they were ready for whatever, and they planned to have the war chest on board. It's money. The money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but since it was the flagship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The building of Cronan dragged on a bit for a few <laughs> speculative reasons. <laughs> yeah. Some said Sheldon was distracted with other projects. He said, oh, but I'm making my... Uh, he said, he said, I can't do this. You know, I got this uh, this other ship that I'm working on, you know. Dåligt uh, attention span. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They say he was uh, distracted, uh, but some blamed the Swedish money was drying up. Because uh-huh. they just came off of war. They keep having these wars. Yeah, and yeah, It's yeah. draining yeah. them. Uh, Sheldon blamed the, the government delay okay, and the money shortage. Uh, and they had already cut the timber for it, though. Mm-hmm. They used seven to ten hectares, uh, hectares of uh, oak tree forest of a hundred-year-old trees just for the hull and the mines for the mast. Hmm. Shit. Um, That's some fat trees. <laughs> uh, construction crept along until finally... After almost three years, Cronan was complete Oh, on July 31st, 1668. Uh. So they took her out for a test ride, and they realized that the pile bed, I don't know much about boats, but there's a place called the pile bed, and it was too small. Where is it? For It's like, I don't know. It's like the front, I think it's the front of the boat. Okay. But it was too small, and part a part called the keel broke off yeah. <laughs> into the water. Okay. And um, frustration started growing with the military leadership. They're like, you built this boat, and now it's, fuck- it's fucked up. It's not yeah. working. Yeah. So now they're at odds with Sheldon. No, no, it's a submarine. It's supposed to do that. <laughs> we have this new way of fighting. Did You didn't see the commercial during the play? <laughs> I never watch commercials. <laughs> <laughs> the ship was, wasn't going to be, uh, it turned out to not be officially complete now. Okay. Because he had to go back. Oh, he also blamed the the... The wood dried too long. He's like, but the, it was out too long, you know, the wood, and uh-huh. it got too dry, so then that's why it broke off so easily, you know. Uh-huh. You got to keep your wood moist. It's yeah. like bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was the wood moist? <laughs> you have to moist that wood every day. <laughs> you got to moisten the wood. I thought I told y'all, no. They look very snuskit. Yeah, <laughs> moisten the wood. They look 16 hours Are you speaking of masturbation? <laughs> yes. Moist the wood. <laughs> the right, royal so. of wood. <laughs> so... They officially completed the ship, the Cronan, on December of 1672. Okay. The little senare, yeah? Yeah. And they started in 64, I believe. Yeah. So that's almost 10 years. Yeah. The first use of the ship was going to be to celebrate King Carl XI. Nej. Uh-huh. Just have a little party. Nej. Okay. With the ship being so big, it was able to have a very large crew. Mm-hmm. Not only military members were going to live there. Sometimes they would like have people that weren't even, they're just hanging out. It turned into like, they said, uh, civilians and riders from time to time. That's, yeah. They looked into Sackett. Yeah. And they said it was, uh, they had different uh, classes of people too. 
that were able to ride so the lower class could get, but you know, they'll be down on the bottom deck or whatever. Tyskarna kommer dit. I am a Swedish tourist. <laughs> I would very much like to see the inside of the crown. <laughs> He looks Danish, this guy. <laughs> uh, women were able to travel on it sometimes. Okay. It's kind of a rarity. Mm-hmm. Progressive. Until they went out past the archipelago, because that means... You know, soldiers only, baby. We're going to sling them all. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're going to stop over here, everybody. Uh, we're going to be stopping here. Everybody get up on that rock. <laughs> get up on a rock and wait for somebody. <laughs> Thank you for riding Krona. <laughs> Tax-free in new stained. <laughs> the distance between the uh, boat and the shore is 15 meters. Watch your step. And good luck. Mind the gap. Um, <laughs> Uh, they, but it was strictly worship when they went out past Archipelago, of course. Mm. Uh, so there were, of course, fancy pr- and prestigious ornaments throughout the ship's design mm-hmm. because it needed to be fit for royalty. Yeah. Paintings, sculptures could all be enjoyed by passengers. But it was still a flagship in a naval fleet. Mm-hmm. She was for war. Oh, yeah. Sweden had lost the Battle of Ferbeline, which we might talk about some other time. Ferbeline. Ferbeline, I think that's how you say it. Ferbeline, maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah. In 1675, and the fleet was needed to rescue the Swedish possessions in Pomerania. Arf, arf. Mm. Uh, yeah. The Swedish fleet was large with several large ships. They had the sword, the apple, and the key. Uh, and it was about 1,400 tons. And then the enormous Kronan, of course. So they had a close to 28 large and medium ships of their line mm-hmm. and almost as many smaller warships. So they got a, a fleet. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't have that many supplies, probably because they spent all this money on ammunition. And there weren't that many experienced senior officers because it, they built the fleet so fast. Okay. They don't have as many good people but, but to navigate. But Okay. Uh. So they built up this navy, but they don't have the manpower to run a navy properly. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. 
Tap the banner to go to monday.com. Oh. The Danes mockingly described the Swedish crew as farmers dipped in salt water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do a Danish accent, but uh, that's funny. That's a, that's funny. That's funny. You see, the hell you fatty idiotina. They can't you say the family. So the fleet uh, went to sea under uh, their general. I mean, their admiral in the navy, Otto Stenbach, mm-hmm. uh, in the autumn nineteen sixteen seventy five. They didn't get further than Karlsruhe outside of Gotland. The weather was unusually bad, low temperatures, strong winds, and the ships were difficult to get warm. The crew was poorly dressed. Yeah. Of course. Of course they were idiots. And uh, a lot of them got sick. Uh-huh. Um, there were, some of them took Vob days. No, I'm just kidding. Jag visste inte att man inte kunde dricka havsvattnet. vatten. They started running out of food. Mm-hmm. And then Cronin lost the bow anchor. <laughs> so Stan Bulk was like, we got to go back to Dollar Up. And they did, they failed on this rescue mission mm. to, to rescue Pomeranians. <laughs> so King Carl was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Operation Ball Catcher. <laughs> uh, King Carl was mad about this. Yeah. He's like, I sent you over there to do something. Y'all couldn't figure this out. And he held Stenbock personally responsible for the failure. Mm. And then he got, oh, damn. I forgot to, to, to translate the amount of money this is. Mm-hmm. But I know a later amount of money. Okay. It's a lot of fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> the king got a personal bill yeah. of 100,000 silver coins. Yeah. Which is a this lot. This is roughly, it's more... It's definitely more than a billion crowns. Oh my god! Today, yeah. So the king gets a fucked up ship, a, a, a messed up ship, no no rescue, and a billion crowns. Oh my god! So he fired Stanbok. They in military action, I think. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't get yeah, yeah. beheaded. Yeah. Uh, and then the situation in Pomerania worsened during the winter. The fleet, along with Cronin, was ordered out to sea in a desperate attempt to rescue. Swedish forces in the northern German areas, but the winter was cold and harsh, and the ice caps were in uh, the Baltic Sea, and <laughs> and the wood was now too moist. <laughs> <laughs> and they got a new captain, a new uh, admiral, Klaus Ugla. Klaus Ugla. Yes. Var det så att han mådde illa, jätte illa? I know that reference. <laughs> it was just him and his far. <laughs> de sjöng varje dag på båten När man var sjuka Jag mår illa När jag seglar här med kronan och pernilla <laughs> För ingen vet hur man kan slänga Ankaret i vattnet Usch vad jag mår illa Jag mår illa Inga tjejer här, det är man massa killar. Okej, okay, förlåt. <laughs> oh, you start getting the flow there. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so they got, they, then they got trapped by ice. Yeah. Then they used some, some local farmers to saw their way through the ice to get out of there. Oh. Uh, and, and so that was another failed mission, basically. <sighs> yeah, so, so Corona's not having a good go at it. No, for sure. Uh, so... Then uh, they had 
the Danes, um, they they finally got to where they they were trying to get to to attack the Danes. That was the reason they were going there yeah. to go attack Denmark. But the Danes were already gone because they took so long. They had to saw through the ice and all that shit. Yeah. So take so long, um, and they had started sailing towards a place called Bornholm to join a smaller Danish Dutch force. So that so the Danes are getting reinforcements, mm. and uh, they started going uh, between Skåne and a place called Rügen. So that they could stop the Swedes to, from getting to Pomerania. Oh yeah. So on uh, in May, the two fleets collided. It's time to go at it. Oh yeah. And despite the fact that the Swedes were had more numbers, mm-hmm. bigger army. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, navy, bigger mm-hmm. navy. Um, they didn't inflict <laughs> any losses on the enemy. Men då ingen kunde segla och skeppet var ju kraftigt ofuktigt. Det är klart att det inte går bra. They still got guns. <laughs> ja, men. Aj, ni ute. And they lost two vessels. Yeah. <laughs> so the battles showed a serious lack of coordination mm-hmm. and a lack of trust to the general admiral Lawrence Krutz. And uh, who was he? I thought Ugla was the Oh, Ugla. he's just the captain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so Krutz was the guy they put in charge. He was a military officer only because uh-huh. he was a noble. Oh. And also was his So he name? was in the military and so he's like a noble mm-hmm. and they were like, "Well, you got to be in charge." Yeah. And also is his name kind of like gunpowder? Krutz? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but he was not qualified to lead a naval fleet. No. And the other officers who had been passed over by Kreutz, because he was a noble, they knew that he wasn't capable of uh, doing his job. So nobody respected him. Nay. Fuck. So after the clash, they anchored at Trelleborg, where Kun Carl was there, man. Yeah. He's like, yo, what's up? What up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all got me? Y'all got my stuff? And... uh He said, all right, now you got to go get Gotland back. You fucked up. <laughs> so now you got to go back. So they left the next day. Uh, the Danish fleet made contact, and they started coming after the Swedish force. Mm-hmm. And now they had all of their, their reinforcements and everything. And uh, a Dutchman named Cornelis von Tromp. Cornelis von Trump. Yes. yes. <laughs> the Swedes are in trouble. I'm coming for you. <laughs> you think you're a noble? I have a family name. Let me tell you something about my experiences in Sweden. I'm probably the best one. I can do it. I'm very good. I'm going to tell you something. The Danish people, they don't know what's coming. I'm going to give it to them. They're going to regret it so no, bad. No, he is Danish. <laughs> what? He is Oh, Danish. he's the Danish. Oh. He's the one coming mm. after the Swedes. Well, he's Trump, so he's not smart. <laughs> Despite the name, he happened to be one of the most skilled naval tacticians of the time. Oh, my God. So he's not Trump. <laughs> no. And he had been recruited by them for stuff like this. For that fuck up Sverige. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, the, so they start following north, and then they got to the tip of Erland. <laughs> the Swedes formed a line, which is the new way. Yeah. They tried to get ahead of Trump's force mm-hmm. and lie down between them and land to get shelter from the wind. And that'll give them a better starting position so that they can do this line battle. Uh-huh. And then the Dutch and Danish ships have this expert tacticianer, and they were able to sail higher into the wind, and they keyed in, and then uh, the strong winds started getting to the Swedes. And they got this big-ass corona in there, too. <laughs> so the strong wind is hard on the rigging of a lot of the Swedish ships, yeah. and it starts blowing stuff off, like uh, equipment off, making it difficult to hold the line together. Yeah. Um, and then in the morning, 
they approach each other and uh, they're getting closer and closer to firing range. But the Danes are coming like this, and the Swedes are like, yeah, <laughs> like they're out of out of sorts. What is England? So at noon, but they still got this big ass ship with all of these guns and all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, so yeah. they're ready. Yeah. So at noon on the day uh, northeast of the village of a uh, village called Hustrestad, mm-hmm. the Swedish Navy carried out something that the military historian uh, Ingvar Hörblom described as. A much discussed maneuver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so we'll, we'll never do it again. Men mm. not discuteras. So, due to misunderstandings and poorly coordinated signaling, mm-hmm. the Swedish forces they wanted to turn and engage the enemy, but they had said we're going to engage when we get there uh-huh. we to this point. So they had a point that they're going to get to, but this guy, this noble, is like. No, 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 but we can we can get them now. I see it. We got a spot. Uh-huh. Turn around. But everybody, so he's, they're signaling wrong to each other, doing some new shit. He's probably like throwing up gang signs. Who knows? <laughs> so they try to do a hasty turnaround. Yeah. In, uh, which is a risky undertaking in rough weather. And you have to be carefully prepared before you do something like that, uh-huh. especially with this gigantic boat uh-huh. with open gun doors. Right. Oh, nay. The crown, <clears throat> which was known for being somewhat unstable, veered starboard, which means to right, uh, yeah, okay, um, but had too many sails hoisted, yeah, so the wind caught it, yep, and it healed so severely that she started taking in water, yep, through the open gun ports on the uh, st- starboard on the starboard side, side yeah. And there was someone who uh, had reflected, when they built this boat, had reflected on all of these investigations they did into the Vasa thing. And were like, if they would have closed the gun ports, yeah. then Vasa would have taken on water so fast. Yeah. So, but they still never closed these gun ports because they were ready to fight on this one. So the, okay, men var de stängbara eller var det bara att de Yeah, they, they, de close, gick och stänga. They, ja. It's possible to close the gun yeah, ports, yeah. but they did not do that because they're ready to fight. Oh, okay. Mm. And they're not prepared for this turn. Nej. Because he did it like that. Yeah. On a, on a dime without everybody else. Ah. Uh. So he's turning alone. Ah. Yeah. Uh. Okay, it's like, but what about the other 50 fucking uh. ships that uh. have your back? Ah. Uh. So they, uh, they started taking water into mm-hmm. the gun ports. Mm-hmm. They failed to right the ship, and therefore it lay on its side with the mast in a horizontal position. Oh, my God. There's a lot of ammunition on the ship. Yeah. And they were, like, lighting all of the cabins with candles, with, like, old lanterns or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> so, so... Uh, Uh, it's believed that a lantern is what fell. Yeah. But something fell <laughs> and hit all this fucking gunpowder. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Corona exploded. Exploded in the water, blowing <laughs> s- sailors into the air. <sighs> the the <laughs> ship basically blew in half. Like, it exploded, like... A large, there's a painting of somebody made a painting of like how insane 
of an explosion this was. <clears throat> det var alla andra skeppen bara, okej, okay, snart svänger vi. Var det kruts? Han är inte här längre. The remaining uh, section of the ship rose up with the severed section down and then it sank rapidly port side down. Just Jesus. So when it hit the bottom, a large crack ripped open along the ship and it further tore apart the, the structure. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I mentioned the, uh, it was, since the ship was so big, mm-hmm. there were, it could be seen exploding from space. <laughs> <laughs> there were, uh, a tenth of Sweden's Navy was on. Nej. <laughs> Oh, they they found remains of some people, and uh, they they found unhealed cuts in skulls, like oof, yeah, and vertebrae, what that back backbones? Oh yeah, yeah, the spine, yeah, ribs, unhealed yeah. cuts in ribs, wow, and other parts of the body. Every tenth humerus, uh, which is this bone, this yeah. Pe- Um, and almost every fifth femur shows signs of traumatic violence with sharp objects. Så man kan gott säga att alla sprängdes i luften typ. Basically. Uh-huh. Jesus. Herregud. Um, and then the sword was near them, the other ship. Mm-hmm. And that went down as well. I explosionen? Yeah. För att det var så mycket som flög. Yes, yeah. Um... 800 men died in the wreckage yeah. on uh, Cronin. 40 survived. Huh. One guy, who's my favorite person in the story, Major Anders Sparfelt, mm-hmm. was thrown over two ships by the explosion. <laughs> I can see my house from here! <laughs> And landed in a third ship's sail. Nice! It's <laughs> like jackass. <laughs> Oh my god. Imagine that at a bar. Men who could not have no 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 major injury. Hur? För han flög ju iväg av explosionen. Yeah, but maybe the explosion is what made him fly, but it's not like shrapnel hit him. Yeah, yeah. So he just probably got thrown just because of the ship blowing up. I don't know. Han kanske hade lite moist wood som han kunde skydda sig med. <laughs> well, I forget what the guy's name was. Oh. <laughs> the moist wood. I forget his name. Yeah. The, the Englishman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Admiral Krutz, he wasn't so lucky. Or Krutz. He, uh, they found his body with uh, wounds and or parts of his body, and they buried him, the, his remains in Finland. Yeah, why um, Finland? I don't want that shit. He was, <laughs> he was part Finnish. Oh, okay, he was part Finnish. Oh, well, Sweden had Finland. Too, yeah, I know. Yeah, I knew. I so he's probably from that part of Sweden. Yeah. Once word got back to King Carl XI, he was happy. <laughs> he wanted to uh, find out if there was cowardice or incompetence to blame for losing one tenth of his navy uh-huh. and what was in de- was definitely an avoidable disaster. Det var ju verkligen inte feghet. Det var incompetence or not. I think he was thinking. Why weren't y'all with them? If we're supposed to do a line. Ah, so the other, yeah, had the feghet på det sättet. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, y'all were retreating, or were you? You know what I mean? Yeah. And they weren't, but really, everybody was supposed to go yeah. to this point and then make the move. Vad spelade för roll? Om om de andra hade haka på, så hade ju fortfarande skeppet 
exploderat. Det hade ju fortfarande varit samma slagsida om alla hade svängt när han svängde. No, 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 no. Alltså om de hade hakat på honom. He was the one who changed the rules. Yeah, but, the men the om alla, vi ser att alla hade hakat på. Oh, oh, and everybody just, oh, I think that's what Sword did. Oh, yeah, okay. Right, yeah. Right, and, now då hade, and now they're gone. Då hade tio tiondelar av flottan varit borta. And with the Sword going down, that raised the death toll of Swedes to um, 1,500. Yeah, around 1,500. Herregud. So the, um, the king wrote that some of our naval officers behaved so cowardly and carelessly that they put the security, welfare, and defense of the kingdom in the highest, da- in the highest danger. And he demanded that such a great shot, uh, he said such a great crime should be severely punished. Uh-huh. So he was trying to find somebody to blame for this. Uh-huh. And they started an investigation. And the investigation went up from June yeah. until October of 1676. Uh. And no one was held individually. <laughs> It's since been determined that the ship was just unstable. Yep. And then maneuvering such a large ship in that manner mm. is why it tipped over. Mm-hmm. And the tipping was made more dangerous with the gun doors open. Yeah. And that allowed it to take on water so fast. And miscommunication was a major factor as well. Someone on Cronin tried to make a sudden U-turn, but we'll never be no- sure who made that decision. The other ships had begun to head back to join the line while Cronin went to still position. So that was the error that cost so many lives. Good. Cronin was valued at $326,000 silver mint mm-hmm. at that time. And so they let three miljarder over it. Almost, yeah. 2.53 yeah. billion yeah. crowns today. Crazy. Uh, <clears throat> so it's estimated that half of the value was in the cannons. Yeah. And Sweden already had experience retrieving cannons <laughs> because of Vasa. Yes. <laughs> so the king was like, get the cannons. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> y'all go get that money, man. <laughs> y'all, y'all cost me so much fucking money you noble assholes men dansken är där jag sa inte hur ni skulle göra jag sa bara att ni skulle yeah, göra go get my money uh, they retrieved 60 cannons over the next 15 years ja oh, so. det är hälften yeah. det är bra uh, in 1980 the wreck was discovered by a shipwreck search team okej okay. um, and they, they've dived down there every year since Aha. 1980 And retrieved over 30,000 items. Wow. Kronan. Wow. Det lär ju bara ligga utspritt över hela botten typ. Uh, alltså det bara... of, of the ocean, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a museum in Kalmar dedicated to Kronan. Ja, ah, det är det. Jag tänkte så här, varför inte de ett museum? Men de har ett museum. Yeah, it's just not in Stockholm, so. Yeah, so I never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> jag är en uh, Stockholmskille, ja. Det är bara museer som är här innanför tullarna. <laughs> So, uh, uh, I, I kind of want to go to that museum yeah, and learn more about this fascinating story, but that is all I have mm-hmm. for that story now. That okay. is the story of Kronan. Tack för historien, och frågan är när åker vi? <laughs> Let's do it. I gotta see I Kronan. We could yeah. put some gigs together too, just to uh, make it a work trip. Awesome, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, anybody in Kalmar, um, we, we like... Um, Airbnbs. Yeah. So let us know if we can stay at your house. Fy fan vad kul. <laughs> Gud vilken rolig historia. Yeah, eh, underbart. Jävla svenska båtar. 
<laughs> jag, såg, jag såg precis eh, dokumentären i Estonia också. Så historien upprepar sig ah, hela tiden. Yeah. Fast det kanske är en teknisk mer Estlands. Do you know how I found out, found out about the Estonia tragedy? No. I did a reaction video of Dogo Janeri Minchellare. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pierre Isaksson. Okay. And he died on that. Oh, show. really? Yeah. Huh. And he, it was another musician that was booked on there that couldn't make it. Uh. And he took his place. Ah. Uh. Shit. And he had something in the bottom, in the cellar of the, so he was going down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, hey, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's how I learned about that, I, and then mm. I started reading. I got sidetracked. I do my little research for the reactions. Yeah, and I was like, Estonia, crazy. What the? I was like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck is that? And then I looked at. I was like, what? Uh. It's the same amount of people died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. Ja, det var samma. Ja, jag tänkte på det. Jag vill inte störa historien med jävla Estonia, men det var ungefär exakt samma. That's crazy, man. Men det finns på HBO Estonia. Okay, dokumentär. Ja, bra. Well, well, that was the Corona. Thank y'all so much for checking it out. Don't forget to check out our uh, other projects. I got some other podcasts you can check out. Mm. Eric's got another podcast that he does as well. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, And just look out for us. We'll be around. And don't forget, I'll be at Improv. uh, Yeah, tomorrow, I think, when when this comes out. Oh, yeah. I morgon, I think, 3 February. I think it can be so. Definitely come out and... uh, Laugh with us. It's gonna yeah. be a fun time. Yes. It's always fun when I work with y'all. So. Oh yeah, the summer. It's gonna be good. Biljetter på presensipro.se. See y'all uh, soon. It's been John the Rollins. Erik Broström. Teaching you Sweden. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.